0: for yourself when you find that edge yourself and you know you were able to outsmart a book based off your own skill like that is a great feeling to have man like oh. I-
1: Hey, what's up? It's GP13 here today. I got a very special guest. You definitely know him from Twitter as ScheistyPix, uh, Jason. In, in real life, I can disclose uh, at least the name yeah. of hey. Jason. Um, happy to have you, man. I You're one of the main reasons that I wanted to get set up and start bringing guests on. When I met you on Twitter so I had this uh, interview in mind for a while and I'm just super thankful that you're you're joining today Jason
0: I I appreciate it man GP you know like I was telling you earlier it's crazy because a month ago I was listening to your podcast on my way to work and I was like man like this guy has some great content like I really like the knowledge that he's given out to the community and then less than a month later like I'm on it so it's an honor to be on here um and it's great to meet you man I'm excited to chop it with you Uh
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you made it big risk takers podcast No, <laughs> Hey man, I, like um, I said,
0: it's, it's going to blow up, man. I like what you're doing for the community for sure.
1: No, I, I, I hope so. And I, I love, you know, since so I, we were talking before, before we started recording of how I, I like doing this. Cause you know, me, you and me, we both, we do, we both do this every day. There's so much to talk about And I get a lot of enjoyment too, because we're doing the same stuff. So I love having people on who are in there betting and just being able to have like a a fun flowing conversation. We
0: all have the same goal. We're just to rob the books for everything, you know, that we can't just make money doing it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Dude, we can't, we got, we can't let them have, have all that money. It's going to give them back issues. (laughs) We can take some, we can take a little bit. Spread it, spread it around. Um, all right, so if you don't follow Shiesty on Twitter, you still may have run across him because he had probably one of the most viral tweets in Plus EV history. I just checked 300,000 views and counting. Um, probably about 50x my my best tweet. Uh, and I'm just going to, let me, let, me let me read from it and then I'll, I'll turn it into a question. So the tweet starts two years ago. I was in a prison cell, dead broke, not knowing where life would take me. Then in February 2023, I was in, introduced to Plus EV betting. So, if you wouldn't mind talking about what happened that February, you know. You've yeah. come a long way. Like I've seen some of your your results and your crush. I
0: appreciate it, man. Yeah, and I'll just like I'll just get right into it, but um basically, you know, like a lot of young Americans, We do a lot of dumb stuff in college, right? So <laughs> I was doing a lot of partying, you know, just young and wild. Um, unfortunately for me, though, the shit that I was doing in college resulted in me having to do some time um, in prison. I'm not going to yeah. go too much into detail about exactly what happened. Um, but just between 2021 and 2022, I was incarcerated. Um, and before I went in, I had pretty much blown through like my entire savings um on lawyer fees, it was like paying for rent for my girl while I was in there. So it was like definitely just like a lot of money spent just battling that, you know, part of my life. Yep. Um I got out in 2022 and I fortunately was able to get a good job. And for like the next year I was just you know stacking up, saving up money. Um but in February 2023, um my boy winning EV, shout out winning like that's my day one guy. But um he introduced me to Alex Minohan. Um, and I came across his, oh, his, yeah. his Twitter page and <clears throat> started watching his videos and looking into it, and I was like, wait, you telling me that you can gamble, make money. And it's like a guarantee, like plus ROI, if you do it right. I'm like, man, what, like, I got to give this up, like give it a try. Cause like, you know, I, I sports bet in college. I did that a lot. Right. Um, but I was losing money, you know, doing it just like pretty much donating everything back. I didn't yeah. have a clue what I was doing but always had a super big passion in sports. Loved watching it, you know, play fantasy football, all that. Um, And also like very data driven, like my job analytics wise, like I'm very, I'm a numbers guy, right? So when I see and saw that you can make money using math and statistics um, to create an edge for yourself against a book, like that's a no brainer for me. I had to, you know, give it a try. Um, So I started out just before I even bet a penny of what I made. Um, I was just watching his YouTube videos, really getting a good understanding of what the strategy was. Um, so learning how to manually debug lines, like I already kind of knew what lines were and how they moved. Um, but I wasn't that tapped yeah. in into the analytics and math behind it, how there's an entire market for it, not just one book. Um, right. So definitely those odd jams videos and Alex helped me out a lot in the beginning to get a good understanding of what positive EV betting was. Um, so I started out with about $500, and I think it was ended up being $650 exact because Jock Market had like a $150 deposit match. So my bankroll yeah. then in, in February was around $650. And um, when I started, I was just signing up to all these books trying to get as much promo money. Like most of these books, like Pride Specs, Underdogs, they offer um, deposit match up to a certain amount. So I would get the promo funds, and then I would like almost kind of like arbitrage bet. So I would do like mm-hmm. a two pick across four books using promo money, just covering all four sides, like yeah. the, the st- statistical outcomes, right? Um, right. And it's risk-free profit because you're just you're using a promo money, and you get, you're able to work around that rollover like that. Um, so that's how I kind of like got to my first like grand. That's and then I started focusing mainly on price picks underdogs betting five, $10 slips. Um, so that was essentially how I started out in 23. Um, my boy kind of introduced me and then just kind of took off from there.
1: This is uh, your, your friend winning EV.
0: Yeah. That's my, that's my that day one. Saying? He's my okay. friend in real life. Sure. Um, but yeah, he's, he's the one that really got me into this for sure.
1: All right. Shout out winning EV. We'll have to, we'll have to bring him on uh, on a later episode. Yeah, man. Great gotta, guy. Gotta Great for straight betting. Him.
0: Give him a follow on Twitter if you haven't.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll give him a. I'll give him a follow. That's awesome. Now it's funny that you say that because you said five hundred plus the one hundred and fifty from from Jock Market, mm-hmm. and I was literally like having this conversation with Drew. It Feels like deja vu. Yeah, where he started with five hundred dollars too. Yeah. I think it was in February. It might have been in January. And it's like that. That that's it, it's crazy because you started there. And then I I was going through your Twitter and I see months where you're making, you know, over 20 X your initial bankroll. Mm-hmm. How, how did you, how did you get there? What would you say to people who are now might have that smaller bankroll and see someone like you putting up results that they think might be unattainable?
0: For sure. I mean, first I would just, I wouldn't tap to in Like I wouldn't put that much emphasis on how other people are performing. Like I would like this is a marathon on a sprint. Like everyone is in a mm-hmm. different financial situation, you know, you might have a bigger bankroll starting off than me. You might have less than me. I don't know, but like it's basically how you pace yourself, right? Like there's it's not a get rich quick scheme. Um just trust the numbers, trust the data and over time like it will like the process works, right? But I think the main piece of advice I would give for someone that's starting out is like tailing is not positive EV betting. So I think a lot of people will go on Twitter and they'll find like these positive EV cappers and they'll just tail the slips, right? But Right. You can do that and like, yeah, you're getting value, but you don't know how the line might have shifted later. You might be overexposing yourself on players that you shouldn't be. So really, like I feel like before you even risk any of your actual money doing this, have a good understanding of how the lines move. Um, how do they get set? You know, like what causes the lines to shift in one way, right? So like getting a good understanding of that is definitely a great foundation to have. And it helps you later on, right? Um, yep. So I feel like a lot of people go into this gambling space, gambling Twitter space, trying to make as much money as possible in a short amount of time. Um, yep. But with positive betting, it's very important to understand the concept and understand the math and data behind it um, rather than just tail people,
1: right? So-, yeah, that's, that's so That's such a good point. And it's actually something I haven't talked about yet.
0: Tailing. I think, yeah, I mean tailing is great, right? Like it's it's a good way to get introduced to it, but like you still need to learn how to do it yourself, right? And ask questions. Like maybe you see the lines move and you're like, why did this guy put this play in? You know, it doesn't make sense. So um definitely I would say that is the key is like understanding what it actually is. Um and then secondly, like I know Drew mentioned on his podcast as well, just finding a group or like a few people that are like-minded right whether it's a group of sharps or people that you're just getting into the space with you know by yourself like having someone to hold you accountable um, and help you grind through you know the negative variants the red ones is very important so like for yeah. me you know i had my boy winning Like day one we were just collaborating all the time texting each other lines and stuff so like i have someone i trust every day that i know that whenever i'm working and i'm busy i have someone i can send me plays and i can immediately tell them knowing that we're both hunting for the same value right um yeah i'm also a part of two different discord communities um and those have been great too so i'm part of the juiced like vip vip discord as a contributor um and then yeah. there's another group of guys that i found they were initially in the old odds Shams discord i don't know if you remember that i was like beginning okay. 2023 but they sunsetted it um like closer to when baseball season first started. So a okay. group of like the, he- like the heavy contributors kind of like branched off. Um, and we formed like our own little discord, but
1: whatever awesome. the case,
0: I appreciate it. But um, like whatever the case might be, I think it's just as long as you find a group or like someone that can just collaborate with you and push you, you know, to, you know, be better each day. So.
1: Definitely. And I think like, it's, it's not initially what you think in gambling, especially when you have an edge, right? Because you're like, Oh, I don't want to share this because it might go away or you right. know, someone might blast it. But I mean, I think you would agree with me. I certainly drew would agree with this is you, if you give out an edge and you share with people, you're going to get so much more in return as a community, like the sum of, the, the sure. whole is going to be greater than the sum of the parts in that situation of sharing edges. Oh yeah. For Whether sure. it doesn't have to be blasting it across Twitter, but like if you're learning with people that's going to push you, you know, I just don't know if you could get up the ladder without, without other people. To uh,
0: yeah, to. I don't think you can. Cause like, there's only so much you can do. Right. But if you have a team of people that are constantly hunting for edges and that you trust and know that they're also in tune with the process and know how it works then it's like it it takes a lot of off your plate. So you don't have to focus all your time into hunting your own plays. You can be tailing those guys and then also be finding plays yourself to share with them. So it almost becomes like a team effort, right? Like I mentioned in the beginning, we all have the goal to rob the books for everything that they're worth. So if you have a team doing it together, it's going to make your life a lot easier. So
1: It's like uh, Ocean's Eleven.
0: Exactly. We're just a bunch of people (laughs) getting active and trying to make money off these books using data. So that's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah. So for, so for the discord that you have with your friends from the old odds jam, mm-hmm. and you're talking about kind of how you split up the work, do you have like, does each person kind of have a specialty, you know, like a sport they folk, do you have a sport that you focus yeah. on? And if so, like, how does that work?
0: Um, so like in that discord, um, like we do have people that are sharper for sp- like specific sports other than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's a collaborative, you know, effort, right? We have people in there with um, extensive coding skills that help us like create bots and stuff like that. We, I have no idea how to code. I'm not. I don't right. know how to do it. So having people with that skill set is very valuable, especially when you're line hunting and you're hunting for lines that move like you know in an instant. If you can have a bot give you a two minute, you know, head start before a line is about to be bumped, that that's crazy value. Massive. Right? It's massive. Yeah. Um, so. I would say, yeah. So, like in that group, it's more of like just collective, like everyone is constantly hunting. Um, we do have different channels tailored towards like DFS and straight bets. Um, yeah. And then that's split up across like all different types of sports from NASCAR, golf, like cornhole, everything you can think of. Like they found <laughs> edges and everything. It's, it amazes me. Like those guys, yeah. like shout out those guys for real. Um, they really have helped me and taught me like the ropes to all of this. Um, but in the Juice VIP Discord, like that's more yeah. of a structured, um, you know, paid Discord type of um, environment where we have sharps that are, you know, focused on specific markets, um, but we still all, you know, collectively collaborate on specific things as well.
1: Yeah, and I've heard from people that that I respect in the space that that's a that's a really solid Discord, and I think there are a lot of paid discords out there that probably aren't worth it. But from what I've heard, Juice. um, I don't want to like leave anyone out here, but I know Datawise has a good one too. Oh yeah. There's, there's um, a, there's a
0: good bunch of good ones out there. I think it's yeah. just, um, you know, it's good for when you're a cap room and also like being able to join a community like that of like my individuals, um, like, I know like you have to pay a subscription for, it, but in my opinion, just being able to learn from those sharps that have done it for so long is definitely valuable. Um, and like if they're doing it right, you should be able to make back that subscription like tenfold, you know, within a month or two. So,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. And what's uh, so you're you're a contributor, so you'll give picks in that Discord, or mm-hmm. how, how does your role? How does your role work?
0: Yeah, so I'm just a like just a contributing sharp in that Discord. So I will post all my plays, um, all my slips in there. I'll answer any questions, give advice, bankroll management. um, Like if you have a question on why I'm picking, say, LeBron James over 21 and a half points or something, I'll explain that to you as well. Um, Me and my boy winning, we mainly focus on golf in that server. Um, That is our main thing. Yeah, so we have like our own model that we use um, using data golf points and stuff like i'm mm-hmm. sure like everyone that's bet golf uses data golf at this point um but we shout out data golf really man that's like the best yeah i don't know 15 20 a month i ever spent in my life for
1: sure oh my god it's it's shout out to to matt and will i yeah. know matt from data golf nah, sure. uh and yeah
0: definitely give that guy a big shout out for me because they I have well, made me I so well. much freaking money
1: um those guys data golf has done a lot for nah. the uh, gambling community they're also. for
0: sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, mainly focusing on golf in that, um, space is because we're the only ones that have that model. Um, but everyone has their own, you know, optimizers, models, or strategies that they're working with. Um, and can bring value to the table, which is what I also love about being a part of that. Um, just learning awesome. each day. So.
1: All right. So this is, I, 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 I messaged you this before when mm-hmm. we were first talking about it, but of something that I'm curious about, because you have a, a nine to five. Yeah. And I just looked at your picket and I saw like, what was it? 12,000 total bets or even more, Yeah, which has got to be like over 60,000 individual player props. Yeah. But you're working a nine to
0: five. I mean, we get active man. How the fuck do you do
1: that? (laughs) Like,
0: yeah, I I love the share. So like, I think, you know, it's important to have um, a schedule when it comes to positive betting. So like, Once you start getting in like start doing it, you start learning when lines drop for different sports. Um so like basically like after you've been doing it for a while, it's good. So like for me, you know, I know on Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, those are the days that I'm getting my golf model ready because lines on underdogs usually drop Tuesday, Wednesday. Tournament starts on Thursday, goes through Sunday. So beginning of the week is mainly getting my data right getting it ready so that when the lines drop, I have everything available, I can hit them immediately. Um, So like be able to like set aside time each day to focus on that thing or like whatever you have planned out is definitely important or else you just be going and randomly looking for picks kind of, you know, not as organized. Um, So like having that, you know, schedule is something that I think is very important, especially when you're working a nine to five job. Um, So I'll get off work, five to seven, you know, do my homework on the back end, doing the model stuff. Um, and then the rest of the night, I'm just hunting for plays, working collaboratively with the Discord. Um, and then throughout the day, I'm also, you know, tailing plays. I'm always active looking right. at the Discord, right? I hate, 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 like, missing out on value. It's like the FOMO when it comes to positive EV betting, and you you understand it too, it's, it's, it's big. Like when someone gets a 20% EV play that you just missed in like a second because you were you know in the bathroom or doing something else it's it's definitely annoying um so
1: it makes you never want to go to the bathroom again
0: no it makes you never want to like take your <laughs> eyes off the phone it's crazy man I, it's it's addicting but like in a good way um it like motivates you right so um but yeah i think like going back to your question just like making sure you have a organized like schedule on like when you're doing each sport dedicating your specific time um to those different sports and markets as well so
1: I, I can't I can't stress enough and second enough the importance of knowing when lines drop. Yeah. And specifically in, in DFS, because the difference between DFS and traditional sports betting, and it, it matters in traditional sports betting, but in DFS, you can bet the same amount of money right when the line drops mm-hmm. that you can right before the game starts. It exactly. doesn't happen. So you're not worried about getting more money down later. There's literally no reason to not bet the opening line DFS. No, exactly. So I knowing think opening
0: yeah. lines is like where I personally think I find the most value, right. Cause they always get bumped by the time the game's about to tip off to a point where yeah. you could even take the other side of it come by like game time. If you get in it early enough. Um, So I think like, definitely knowing when these lines drop. And I think Drew mentioned on his podcast, like he has like a schedule set of exactly when the golf lines drop. Like I'm the same way. Like you got to know yeah. when these lines drop and tackle them immediately. That's how you get all the best value.
1: So yeah, it's, it's you, you and Drew racing for the golf lines. I yeah,
0: mean, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I think everyone is racing for them at that point. Everyone. So you just want to yeah. get it in while you can. Um, so
1: yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And I, it's so, it's so important. Like, it's so important when you're working or you have any other obligations. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like to, you know, I, I'm doing the podcast and doing some other stuff. I, me and my partner, uh, damn we have, you know, we have our, our schedule written mm-hmm. out. We have specific times for specific markets for sure. and who's going to tackle what. And if we didn't have that, I would probably get sucked into doing unproductive things like just staring at the screen, doing nothing. Yeah. You know,
0: no, I completely I understand. You've, you've I, I feel that. this. It's like, for me, it was like in the beginning when I was first starting it, um, it was like during peak, like basketball, football season. So there was like a lot like of sports going on. Right. And like, I feel like when I got off work, I was just, you know, staring at the screen, just like mindlessly, like making bets. But Like now I think like I've gotten a strategy and like schedule down where it's like, I know exactly when these lines drop for specific sports, I can hit them at this time, move on to the next one. So I'm not like randomly just, you know, putting in bets all the time, you know, I have a very tailored and structured like way to do it. Um, And it saves you time too. So um, I definitely think like the organization and also just like making sure you put in the work to like actually find it not be lazy Um, I think, you know, going back to my point when I, in the beginning, like, don't just solely rely on tailing, right. Try to find the plays yourself, be the one that other people try to tail. Um, is my main thing. So, because then
1: you always get CLV and you feel good.
0: Exactly. That too. (laughs) Exactly. Um,
1: Um, no, I, I, I had a, but I had a question, but the tailing thing is interesting because I actually think that. I'd like to talk a little more Mm -hmm. about this since we haven't discussed it on the podcast. For sure. Tailing is a skill, right? Yeah. Like there's, if you're not good at betting, I think this is what you were were saying is like, if you're not a winning better on your own, you're not going to be as good at tailing. Right. So even if you're out there looking for the easy wins, which tailing can provide in a very specific situation, like if you're lucky enough to have just found the juice bets discord, right? Instead Mm -hmm. of like the other hundred landmine discords out there. Like if you're just lucky enough to get in there, tail your slips, you'll probably win, but you might give up before you might give up on a downswing or you might, so you don't trust the process or, you know, a thousand other things. You might start tailing other people because you've seen, you know, tailing shysty is making you money. So now you go out, join five more discords and you're losing. The only way I can think to, Cut that off is to actually know what you're doing, right?
0: Exactly. I think like so, yeah, you, you just basically touched on it perfectly. I think that like a lot of people getting into this space will, you know, tail people for a week, lose some money and be like, oh, this is a scam, like it doesn't work, right? Um, but if you right. actually understand like how these people are finding value, you can understand why they're putting a specific prop in a slip, then you can take a look at these people that are, you know, putting out slips and you'd be like, okay. This Is a good one versus this is not a good one, like this is value, this is not so it helps you as well because you can determine like which people are being sh- or are more sharp than others. Um, and then it also helps you because, like, if there's no one to tail, you can find plays yourself. Um, yeah. like, that's the main thing. It's like that old saying, it's like you, you teach a man how to fish, right? You'll feed a village rather than just giving him, right? So, yeah. definitely learning how to do it yourself is very important. Um, this
1: is it. The thing about seeing a slip and knowing, it's like I so Matthew Davidow said this in a podcast. He wrote the the book with Ed Miller, Ed mm-hmm. who I had on. He said, I can tell him two two bets, two slips, if someone's a winning better. Yep. And the only way you can do that is to to actually know what you're doing. And I'm sure that you could say if you went on Twitter, if Shacy went on Twitter right now and he reviewed, you know, ten of the popular, you know, Capri slips He could probably in three slips tell you if that person was a good better or not. Would you, is that how you feel?
0: Yeah. I I mean, I could probably tell you within like one slip. If he's running a two man, (laughs) if he's running a two man power. That's true. Probably not great. Like don't tell that. Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, you hit on it pretty, pretty (coughs) on point. It's definitely just like knowing how the line moves and knowing where the value is yourself you'll be able to just make your life a lot easier and find more value by finding these people to tail. Like you said, tailing is a skill. If you know like the plays and you're following along with these people, you can find value yourself that you didn't even see just because someone else saw the numbers differently, debigured himself differently, and saw the value. Yeah. So it's definitely very important. And then just piggybacking off the tailing part, I would also challenge people to not only re- just not solely rely on an optimizer um, to find their plays. So like Ozjams and DGF, they're great to start out with. Like I use Ozjams and DGF as well when I first started out. But the more you use it and the more you are in like doing positive betting, you start to see the flaws in the algorithms, right? Um, so like, for example, Ozjams, like we noticed, you know, early in the summertime, they were putting a heavy emphasis on canby books. Like they were almost weighing it as well as Pinnacle. I'm just like, you cannot sit here and tell me bar stools <laughs> is as sharp Dude. as pinnacle. And when I saw that- Can't they were using the that, slowest book. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, but it's like when you're using to Optimize, you're first starting out, like those like huge green numbers and the percentages, it's very appealing. It gets a dig thing. But when you actually start understanding how the lines move, how to devig yourself, you're starting looking at these plays and you're like, not all of these are great plays compared to the market. Um, so I think I would challenge people to- use prop professor, use the screen, like try to find ways to D plays yourself. I promise you, you will find more edges that are profitable doing that than just pressing refresh on an optimizer. That's, that's my
1: main thing. My head almost fell off from nodding <laughs> so much in agreement. I could not agree. Hey, I can more. see you Listen nodding there. I'm like, you know, to this know. man. Oh my God. Wow. This is what I tell people. Like for, for whatever, for all of the reasons that you said, they're so good. I won't even, touch on those perfect if you see a number that's also on the top of odds jam, despite there being flaws of course there's always going to be flaws in how you calc a no novig liner your best guess at a true percentage so that's mm-hmm. nothing against odds jam nothing against tgf but if it's at the top of the screen everybody in the whole world sees it exactly. is it a good edge then probably not yeah you
0: know?
1: right exactly like what are the good the, the good edges are the ones that take a little, a, at least a little sweat to, to get, I mean,
0: yeah. And I think there's also agree? just like for yourself, when you find that edge yourself and you know, you were able to outsmart a book based off your own skill. Like that is a great feeling to have, man. Like I, oh, it, it's, Steph. it's yeah, almost as good as winning money. So it's like, just I, if I find like a 20% play and I max it right and it loses, I can't even be mad at that. Cause like, I know, like, yep. if I just do this over time, like I'm going to be profitable no matter what, like just finding those edges. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a different feeling. Like it, you almost get a high off of it. So
1: for sure, this is, this is my ranking of money. So there's money and then there's money one from sports books, which is like twice as valuable as regular mm-hmm. money. And then there's money one very, from your ideas on sports books, which is five times as valuable as multiple, as regular money yeah and that's just those are just facts it's just sweet man it's just sweeter when
0: you find it yourself when you do it <laughs> yourself so um but yeah i mean uh, i think a lot of people get you know into bad variant swings and stuff solely relying on oz jams and dgf and i have experienced that myself but like branch out try to experiment with things like if you have money and a, a decent sized bankroll like don't be afraid to like try to figure out some correlation between basketball yeah. players or something i don't know like some different props, like put $5, put a dollar on it, like test it out, see where it goes. Cause like, I mean, that's, I I guarantee you, like, that's how people found the golf edges. If someone used data golf and was like, Hey, you can build a model around this to project strokes. So like, I mean, it's, it's some, it's out there. The edges are out there. You just got to be able to hunt and find them.
1: And I think what you said is we should, we shouldn't skip over it, which is put a dollar on it, put $5 Mm -hmm. on it because, and I think, tell me if this is why, Because when you do that, you're in the game, you're tracking it, you're invested in it. And now it's not just an idea in your head, but now you're actually implementing it. And you can, I just don't think there's another way to see if it really works.
0: Exactly. I mean, like a dollar, $5, the ROI is going to be the same, right? You can track that on ticket. So like, it doesn't, it might take you, you might lose like $50 doing 50 bets, but at least you get a good sample size and can tell yourself, all right this is a good edge or it's not. And if it ends up being a good edge, like you profit more over the long run doing it. So, um, so yeah, I definitely think like hunting for those edges yourself, being curious and not relying on the optimizers, a crutch would be some definitely like some key points that I wish like I could go back in time and tell myself when I first started out.
1: I wish to that's please. If you're listening to this and like you're, your only source of edge is straight off an optimizer, you know, go. It, well, actually that's a good, that's a good point. Let's mm-hmm. say that let, let's, let's build this like hypothetical yeah. listener and that is their only edge. You know, let's say they've, they understand that. Well, I guess there's two, there's two situations. Let's okay. just say that they understand that, you know, these correlation, if there's like a, like the DGF correlation tool or okay. whatever, that, they're going to trust that it's going to win long-term, but they don't really know what else to do. They're putting their bets in. What would you tell them? What would you tell them to just have them branch off? Like wh- where would you even start looking?
0: Yeah. So I would start. Um, so like right now is a perfect time just with all these ga- like different sports picking up again. There's a lot of lines out there that you can start using as like examples to practice and hunt and debig yourself. So, I would either invest in Prop Professor, um, so they're also. It's not. It's an optimizer, but it's more similar to like an odd screen. It's mainly like mm. they have percentages of like that they calculate, but I mainly use it as a way to see like what the odds are across multiple books. Right? Mm. You can use the OddsJam screen. I'm not sure if DGF has a screen, but any sort of like screen that displays lines throughout the major like sports books, FanDuel, DraftKings, Caesars. I feel like definitely go on there. And just start hunting like start seeing like look at discrepancies like if you are looking at i don't know like anthony davis's pra line see what other books have him at what are the over and under odds like use poison distribution for i don't know like strikeout lines to see what actual value you're getting from a discrepancy right like learning all these different like statistical strategies like math like there's a lot of different strategies when it comes to positive betting, not just solely like line shopping, right? Using poison, like I mentioned, distribution, to yeah. calculate shot on goals like value, by right, Based off a value. How percentage. much is it worth? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So like being yeah. curious, like learning yourself, like don't just trust that percentage on an like, optimizer just because an optimizer is saying it's this percent. Like why is it that percent? Could it be something else? You know what I mean? So I think just like being curious and constantly like doing the research yourself. And like, if you take a play, like justify it in a way, like what data is making you take the play, not just because it's showing up on the optimizer, right? That's what I would say to start just like using the screens and learning how to debug numbers yourself.
1: And so I, I hear a lot that Alex's videos got mm-hmm. people in, it got Drew in. it got a lot of, so I'm a, I'm a little older. So I was, I didn't come in that wave that you did without Alex kind of made in the community, which is, I mean, Alex has probably made so many, so many people so much money. So that guy, he's a funny Twitter follow too. He's always on Grubhub or whatever. So, but, uh, but what I was going to say was, is that, a good resource to learn about devigging and to learn about because he's the person who made us So does yeah. he kind of walk through the, the theory behind it?
0: Yeah. So like, I would say definitely like watch all of Alex's videos. Cause I don't think there's another person in this community or space that explains it as well as he does. Like you, like there might be people more knowledgeable than him, but they cannot explain it. Like in terms of like in layman's terms that everyone can understand. Um, I feel like if you are, if you just have some basic understanding of like trading and you watch one of his videos, you can like get a very good understanding of how lines move. Um, and he also explains like basically like all the formulas, how to manually devig, how to calculate positive EV, right? You're not going to get those formulas from any cappers. So I feel like those resources are definitely very valuable. Um, and yeah, like I, that is a great starting point, but And also using Ozjams Optimizer, right? It's great for you to, like, when you're first starting out, you can go line hunting, you can calculate yourself, and then you can use Ozjams Optimizer to kind of, like, justify or, like, you know, check your work, basically, to see, you know, if you're on the right track. Um, So I would say definitely watching his videos and then starting off by using Opjams would be a great starting point. Um, But then once you get more comfortable with the strategy, start being more curious branching out tapping into other sports that you might not like other yep. niche sports right some of the like biggest values are values that we find in very small sports so definitely like definitely stay curious and keep hunting
1: that's great advice all this is Alex Monahan for everybody listening he has youtube videos right or and he has some videos on odds, YouTube right?
0: videos. He like it's mainly his YouTube videos. I mean, just follow okay. him on Twitter. Like if, he, if nothing, yeah, just tell his plays to begin with, right? Like that's one yeah. guy I would say. Like just you can tell his plays. Like he knows what he's doing. Right. He's a very good sharp. But then like yeah, I would say, um, I, and he's also great with like answering DMs. Like if you have any questions or anything, you can shoot him a message and he'll respond to you like within a day. Like he's great about that. Um, so definitely like one of the best resources to have when you're first getting into the space.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to. I mean, i'll I'll have to see if I can drag him, drag him onto the show because I know he's like the the Godfather of the oh, space. you definitely so. should,
0: man. I mean, also I would that, say, listen to Risk yeah, that Podcast. Like, you do a great job of explaining, you know, bankroll management, unit sizing, and we are very knowledgeable with explaining that. And his knowledge you can take in on a commute to work. So, just once again, stay curious. Always be like like a sponge and just like learn, soak up every all, all the information
1: anywhere you can. So. 100%. So you do golf and I I also bet golf. Mm-hmm. And we know of underdog golf that you're either going to be playing either a 3 power or 5 power, right? Right. So what do you say to somebody who's in the in the 5 power game, right? This is a five leg parlay for mm-hmm. for people who might not be on underdog fantasy. This is essentially a five leg parlay uh uninsured. And they go through an inevitable losing streak of like 30 in a row and some aren't even close, you know, most aren't even close. Like how do you conceptualize like your edge in the midst of a brutal streak like that, where it's just not normal for a human to think, yeah. hey, this is going, this is great.
0: Yeah. No, I, I'm glad you asked that. Cause like losing is one of it's like, it's the biggest battle when it comes to positive betting, like grinding through those, red months and the red weeks i feel like if you can have a good like if you're if you can be strong enough mentally to be able to like grind through those months um that's how you can become like the best positive e-betters The ones that just look at it as you know it's like an investment like you're gonna have swings, you're gonna have upswings but in the day if you trust the process are you gonna make money doing it um but like i would say if you're going through a losing streak right now I promise you, you're not the only one. Like all everyone in the space that have made significant amount of money, we've lost a lot too. But you just yeah. gotta trust the data, and like your the edges work, right? Like if you if you have been profitable over a year betting these edges, like you, you know these edges work and they bring in a positive ROI. Just because you are losing in like for a week or two weeks, it doesn't mean, you know, one day it could like make or break. Like I feel like a lot of people will start getting like. Conservative in their unit sizes, start not betting as much, um, Mm -hmm. maybe thinking like doubting yourself, not thinking it works. I would say just like treat it as like an investment. I don't know, like you you are just basically investing as money and you have this like basically this cheat code strategy that if you do it right, it's going to give you a positive ROI no matter what. And just trust the data, right? Like I I would just say, um, and also like going back to my first point, if you find a group of like minded individuals together, you have a lot of people that are supporting each other through these red months and can help you bounce back. All you really need is one day to turn a month around. Like there have like this month, for example, I was down like $2,000 about until this past Sunday. And this past Sunday, I made close to 5.2k. So like one day can easily change your month from a significantly red month to a green month. So it's like, if you made a great tweet a while back about like losing, like losing is always going to hurt. And I think like, if you can conceptualize with that and just understand it's just part of the game, I think like that is the best thing um, that you can have, like the best mindset you can have. Um, Yeah. For me, myself, I still get pissed when I lose. I still doubt (laughs) myself. I have the exact same doubts that you guys are having. I have the same, I'm the same way when I start losing, but just know that this strategy works and it's proven that it's worked. Just Keep sticking with it. That's all I say.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny because I think one of the the main reasons I started this was because sometimes when you see people on Twitter who have great graphs like yours, great mm-hmm. results like yours, who are clearly knowledgeable about the space, sometimes you start to think of them as like superhuman. Yeah,
0: you put Their them on graphs, a just go arms. up
1: to the right. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But I think you know. And I did this in poker. Like, oh my God. When I first started playing poker, the first time I went to Vegas for the World Series when I was 21, I walked past Phil Ivey and my knees buckled. I almost just fell onto the ground. I was so like enamored with him, right? But he's just a guy. He's a great, he's an all-time amazing, great poker player, but he's just a guy just like anyone else, right? This is achievable and it's attainable. It just takes consistency, some hard work, trust trusting the data and like mm-hmm. a, a relatively good mindset and i think the more you can show that the people behind these great graphs are we're just you know people are right? just people. having this conversation exactly. we like the same stuff that you do you know it's 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 not it's not magic exactly but it's
0: yes yeah, so just yeah. demystify i think it like, like to i mentioned show that yeah i think like one of the first things i said was like don't like compare or like i guess yeah, don't like calculate your success based on how other people in the community are doing. Like I feel like even me, like when I'm scrolling through Twitter, I'm like, oh man, like he went up three grand yesterday, but I only went up like 500. But you can get down on yourself, and it yeah. makes those red days even worse when you're seeing other people up. I would say like if you can, like like if it makes it better for you, like mentally, stay off social media during your red days. Like focus on grinding through. Yeah finding edges yourself. Like it doesn't do you any good to like envy someone else and how their success is doing. Like figure out a way that you can channel that energy and find a way to get back. Like the way I look at it is like if I have a losing day, tomorrow is a new day for me to just make that money back, if not more. So just like you just gotta have that mindset. And I 100% like everyone else, I will doubt myself a lot too. Like when I'm on the losing streaks, I'll be like, oh man, like when am I going to get over this? Like I'll do the same thing. But if you just like end goal is just like, you keep grinding through it. You know, the strategy works, like stay in your own lane, do what works for you. You don't have to up your unit sizes to a hundred dollars just because your favorite capper is betting $500 a slip, like whatever works for you, whatever makes you most comfortable financially, like do that. You know, so like everyone has their different strategy. Um don't like be like, oh, because this guy made ten thousand dollars last month and I only made five hundred dollars, it means I'm not doing or I'm not on track. That doesn't mean that at all. It just means that, you know, like your bank your banker was smaller, you're betting less, you know? So it's just definitely tailor the strategies to each individual separately.
1: Dude, I mean I've I've been in this this uh you know, I, I talk about this, but I've been in the advantage gambling space for Mm -hmm. whatever 14 year, 15 year, I don't even remember, but you're like, you're so on the nose for someone who's only done this for a year. It's honestly like, it's so impressive. And something you said in there of also do what makes sense for you financially, like Kelly, Kelly criteria on, you know, what everyone's going to use some variation of for sizing is going to spit out a number. But if that number makes you stress financially, makes you stress mentally, and is going to stop you from turning it into a inputs and outputs game, it's going to stop you from putting the volume in. Then you don't have to bet Kelly, right? Like
0: exactly. No, you you just hit it right on. It's an inputs and output game. That's the end of it. Like that's spot on. Like, I feel like, you know, just because like, if you have a, like a great value of a player, right. And you want to reuse them if you are betting more than you are comfortable with betting on, you're not going to be able to reuse a solid play like more than two times, right? While if you just lower your unit size, you can get that guy in three or four different slips. So like I've always been told volume is key with positive betting, right? It's a lot of large numbers. You're trying to get as much volume as possible to average out that percentage, right? So like if your unit size, is stopping you from, putting in significant volume, like you said, you should probably lower that unit size, like working out and using too much weight, right? Like you try to get those reps in, you got to get the reps in no matter what. So, you know, lower the weight, lower the unit sizes, like get your volume in. Um, And it's okay if your like growth is not as fast as other people, like other people might have more money to invest when they first start off. Um, So, you know, like just do what works for you end of the day.
1: Dude, so it's... It definitely took me a a while to learn that because at first I was like, Oh, Kelly says this. And even if I wasn't, you know, of course, like full Kelly, we don't, we don't do full Kelly around here. No one go full Kelly, you know, but, but like, i would be like, Kelly says this. So if I don't do this, then I should be ashamed of myself because I'm too conservative Mm -hmm. as I've gotten older. I've just decided, like, I know who I am. I want to do what's going to allow me to sit down the next day and do this the best possible. And exactly. ultimately, like, that's the optimal sizing. And, exactly.
0: Exactly. I think, like, Kelly, yeah. like you said, it's a great way to, like, figure out a a range of where your unit sizes should be. But yep. you don't have to follow yep. it to a T. You can branch out. You can go lower. You can go higher. Like, it's up to you and your strategy, right? It's, like, um, it's whatever you want to make out of it at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, those, those points are definitely spot on for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that people you know, struggle with, right? Like how much to bet? it's on, un- it's not talked about on Twitter. Really? Like that, that is like most, oh, most asked
0: question. I feel like I see is like, well, how much should I be betting on this
1: play? Right. Right. So do you get that a lot in the, in the uh, juice discord? Yeah. That's like right.
0: a, one of the top asked questions. Like every time, like I post a slip, it's yeah. like, how much do I put on it? Well, I'm like, you know, like 0.25. 0.5. You, feel like is a good starting point for like just yeah. regular slips. Um, I'll usually up it to probably you maybe more if it's like a correlated slip like golf or football yeah. or something like that. Um, but like I said, it's just like whatever you feel comfortable with and at the, end of the day is how much you, and like whatever can get you the most volume is what you should be betting. I feel like. Yes. Um, yes. Cause volume is key and you know, you want to be able to reuse those very fire plays as many times as you can um, without overexposing.
1: That's right. That was a good point, too, because I found this when I first started golf betting, not you know not d f s pick 'em but what would happen as you as you know because you follow the markets it's mm-hmm. like outrights come out, top twenties, whatever, then you start to see the matchups come out for the tournament, and then you start to see round one matchups, and I would like bet. I'd bet like up to my my max right when the outrights and top twenties came out. Mm-hmm. And then the same golfer would be show value in a tournament matchup or a round matchup and I'm handcuffed. Exactly. Because if I go bet them, i you know, I'm now overextended. Exactly. And if I had only and like you said, like you find a good play, you want to pair it with some other stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Size down and have that play in your back pocket for when something pops up, you're not running around looking for a pair. Exactly. Um, When you only have like two minutes to get it in.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's a great point. And it also like plays into like, I'm sure you've been limited by books as well. Like when you are starting to get limited by these books, you have a like finite amount of time you can reuse someone. So like, it doesn't mean like, okay, if you're a hundred dollars per slip or per player limit, don't just go throw a hundred dollars on one slip. Right. Like if there's multiple people that you can pair into a correlation, like, Split those unit sizes up, or split that max up into three or four slips, Right, get that exposure. It might not be your optimal unit sizes based on your based on your bank rule, but like the volume is still there, right? Um, and I think Definitely. that's very valuable.
1: It, it, you reach the long run faster, exactly. No, exactly. And mm-hmm. we we need that as humans because, like, yes, a robot might be like, it doesn't matter. It's edge. Put it in. But reaching the long run faster ma- matters for humans. Like, it's, it's something that should be taken into account that exactly. you might not get from yeah, like, just reading Kelly.
0: No, exactly. Yeah. Like we're, we're human beings at the end of the day. Like, you don't have to follow a optimizer algorithm to the T, like, tailor it to whatever way that you want or fits your strategy the best. Um, so, I think you definitely hit on that for sure
1: yeah yeah no, this i this is this is great what's uh i mean what's next man like uh you know what's what's on the horizon I, do you do any do you do straight betting mm-hmm. is it just going deeper into the dfs content yeah you, you know what, um, what do we have coming up
0: so like i really caught a lot of like social media uh like a wave on social media with my twitter post like early in october so like oh, my yeah. Twitter has kind of like blown up and I really appreciate everyone that's followed and supported me, um, throughout this time. But like right now I'm mainly focused on top two things is NFL and college football. Like I dedicate yep. most of my weekends to betting those edges. Cause we have no idea how long those edges are going to be there. And it's like, for me, if I can do something and make my salary or more than my salary in a weekend, like, man, what, like I will set time aside to go do that right? I don't care how much time it takes. I will go do that. Right. Um, so like that is the main thing I'm focused on with DFS wise. Now I live in North Carolina. So, um, FanDuel, DraftKings, all of that, all the straight bets books are starting to come in January. So I'm definitely going to have to tap into that market. I am not too familiar with it. Like I played a little bit on Fliff, um, when they were out, but I definitely need to get tapped in and learn those straight betting strategies as well. Um, but outside of DFS, it's mainly trying to work and growing my brand. So as I mentioned, I'm part of Juiced VIP Discord. Um, the link is in my bio, my Twitter at ChistyPicks23. If you guys wanted to take a look, there's a seven day free trial um, period that we're offering. But I'm just mainly trying to grow my brand on there, be more well known in the EV community. Because like I said, I just blew up like recently. So I'm meeting a lot of people. I'm networking. You know, with you on this podcast. Like I, I've just meeting a lot more like very you know like-minded individuals that have the same goal as me. Um, So, you know, I'm chilling right now, growing my brand networking and just, you know, betting these football plays for
1: now. Dude. I mean, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that ultimately you made that post because that's how I remember seeing it. I was like, this, this is a total G right here. And now I get to meet you and you're like, you really are, miles ahead of where I was when I was a year or two years into this. I appreciate like, it. Man. I, I'm going to, I'll post, I'm going to post your Twitter. I feel mm-hmm. like most people who follow me might know you, but I'll post your Twitter. I'll post the, the juice bets. Like I like to, you know, one thing that was a goal of mine was to, you know, find people like you who actually had something valuable to say and mm-hmm. s- something that could help people win because in this space, as you know, and something that's frustrating is to see like people with massive accounts, yeah, are oftentimes helping people lose. Yeah. So I'm rooting for you, man. Like I want to see you take it, off because I, appreciate it.
0: Um, and I think like you giving can really back, do some good. I appreciate yeah. it, and like I want to give back to the community as well. Like y'all have supported me like all this time, and like if my DMs are always open for anyone that has any questions, there's nothing that's stupid. You know, like you can ask me anything. I'll. I will try to answer it to the best of my ability, um, and like like I said, like I just my main thing is like with that post that I made was like if me myself like going through the dumb shit that I did, being a felon, um, being barred from different employment opportunities. If I can pave a road or like a path for me um, using positive betting, like anyone can. Like I, I'm just a regular dude, just like anyone else. You know, I found this by. Dumb luck because a friend introduced me to it. And I just have a passion for sports and numbers. So, like, I genuinely believe that if I can do this and make money doing it, there's no excuse like anyone can. So, um, yeah, definitely for sure trying to do everything I can to give back to the community um, when I can, which is the main reason I I love your podcast, like what you're doing. Like, everything that you're offering is free. All the information and knowledge is available to everyone that wants it um And I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this podcast right now might be in the same situation I was. Maybe not, but you know, at least you know you have these resources available to you um to help you out if you wanted to get started on this journey.
1: Dude, uh, it for sure. And I, th- you know, like I, I really appreciate you coming on and showing people that this can this can be done. And I love that this is what you talked about. What Drew talked about starting with five hundred uh, mm-hmm. dollars. Of- like you starting from a shit situation exactly what it is 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 it's hope that you can you know this is a great opportunity for like but it's not an opportunity of just tailing right it's an opportunity because you went in and you did the work and you're curious about it
0: exactly but like
1: it's it's step by step and then you will get to the the point where your graph's going up to the right and you're doing this as long as you don't expect to do it in a day right? Like this yeah. opportunity is there for, for anyone listening. Like it's, no, it's, it's, it's a cheat code, magic. man.
0: Like if yeah. there was a cheat code to the matrix, like this is it. I will, like there's, <laughs> you cannot, there's not another thing, a side hustle where you can gamble, watch sports, which is basically two hobbies and make money doing it. Like, like how, like it's the best thing that could ever happen if you're a sports fan. Like, um, but yeah, I mean, going back to what you said, like, just, you got to put in the work. And I feel like right now, the DFS space and the sports betting space is revolutionized by you know all these federal laws legalizing it. It's more books are popping up left and right. You know, like in the span of a year, we've had, you know, parlay Play, Jock Market, like all these different books like yeah. popping up, capturing a lot, like a huge portion of the market. And it's a perfect time for anyone to get into it. And like I said earlier, like you will really only need $500. You put that $500 into five different books and take advantage of the deposit matches. You have a grand to play with. If not more,
1: right away, right.
0: right away, right away, right. So, like at that point, five, ten dollars slips, you can get a very good amount of volume down, um, and you know basically have your bankroll be built by itself. Like I, I, it's like I feel like with you know something like day trading, right? It's it's a huge investment upfront without like as yeah. much returns. But I feel like with this, it's totally, you don't have to start out with a lot of money. Even like if no. you start out with two fifty, you could have five hundred yeah. to play with based on deposit matches. So it's yep. like, I think everyone should be taking advantage of this and learning if you have a passion for sports and betting. So,
1: and you started 250, go to 500, and then you could just, you could just take it, you know, just be exactly. conservative. You're playing tacos, you're playing the underdog free squares. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, now you have a thousand and it didn't really take much. And now you start to ramp it up, right? Like it's, yeah. there's, there's. The barrier to entry is so low, like you it's said, low. for it's this opportunity. Low.
0: Yeah. Well, at it, least when you're first starting out, it's it's very easy to get started in terms of funds and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I think the complex part of it is when you start getting your bankroll up and it becomes like diving yeah. in, trying and trying to finding other edges. But, you know, like it comes with being a part of the community tapped in the community, which is, oh, one of the things like make sure if you are to do this, like, have some sort of social media presence, whether it's just a Twitter that you use to interact with accounts, like being able to follow along with other people that have been doing this for a long time, learning from them and like networking with them is great. Like the space, this community is awesome and I love it. Like everyone is very open to helping people as long as you're willing to put in the work. for it and I ask for yeah. a handout. Right. So, exactly, um, exactly. so yeah, like I don't be afraid to reach out cold message people like, people will answer, you know, it's a lot of very nice individuals in
1: this space. So definitely, I think I answer all my, all my DMS, unless it's coming from a, a sports book, wanting to do a partnership, but
0: it's like something <laughs> fulfilling <start> to... <laughs> about helping people yeah. make money. Right. Um, like, you know, if someone is in a bad oh, financial yeah. situation, you can bring them out of it through sports betting and like the data that you're giving them, like that is very fulfilling. Um, you know? So um, yeah, it's definitely a great space to get into right now. It's, so definitely a money maker for sure
1: all right well we'll we'll leave it at that i know we're we're bumping up on bumping up on time but again jason i really appreciate you coming on this was this this episode was amazing for me like i'm so happy to get yeah, to man. meet you and i know you're going to do huge huge things you're you're doing great stuff already and i just can't wait to see how badly you take down those North Carolina sports books when they dare to open their doors in January.
0: (laughs) Oh man. I appreciate it, JP. Like, like GP, like I, once again, it's been an honor to be on this podcast um, and to be able to like give some knowledge out to everyone in the community. So um, yeah, feel free to reach out anytime you want to collaborate again. You know, my DMs always
1: open. Yeah, of course. honored to be on here for sure. You're going to be a repeat guest. You'll be a repeat guest. I appreciate it, man.
0: I appreciate it
1: all right well i'll throw your all your info in the episode um, notes so everybody can get into jason's discord follow him on twitter two things that you should be doing and then uh yeah thanks again we'll see everybody on the episode and we'll see jason next time we can convince him to come by all right i all appreciate right. it gp you have a good yep. one man see you on the next one
0: all right bro